Hello everyone, and especially our Take Stock Nation. We are so thrilled to have you with us again for another episode of Mentors and Milestones. On this podcast, we like to hear the stories of the people who make up Take Stock Nation. That may be you, maybe you're a student, maybe you're an alumnus, maybe you're a mentor. And today we wanna talk to a wonderful mentor who's been with the program for over two years. She hails from Hardy County, and she's been serving with the Take Stock and Children program up there. And we are so thankful to hear more about her story as well as her story with her mentee. Let's give it up for Sandy Peralt. Thank you for joining us on the show. Thank you. Let's hear a little more about you and tell us where you're from originally. I'm from New Hampshire. My husband and I sold our house uh, nine years ago and uh, bought a motorhome and traveled around the U.S., We've been coming to Florida for about six years now. We're in an RV resort. We're snowbirds, so we're only here in the winter months. And uh, in the summer, we travel. Last year, we spent the summer in New Hampshire because we were, that's where we were from. And, um, but next year, we're going to take a big trip. We're going to go into Colorado. We're going to fly to Alaska and see more of this country while we can. That's really cool to hear that. When you are mentoring, you mentor through the school year. And then when the summer months are out, when usually mentors and students aren't as um, active, like on the app or active in meeting each other, you have that freedom to go and travel and things like that. Yes, it's a little difficult in the summer months because, you know, because we are out and about a lot. But I try to meet with Star as much as I can during the school year. Tell us about when you first met Star. So I had never done anything like this before. And it was a little stressful for me because um, I was trying to get to know Star. In the beginning, we didn't have very many things in common. I'm very much into health and fitness and nutrition. And she didn't seem interested in any of that. I'm a yoga instructor. I tried to um, get her interested in that. She really wasn't interested. And she's very, she was very quiet and shy in the beginning and coming from a different culture than, than myself. Um, I was just trying to get to know her. So sometimes a half hour seemed like a really long time. I'm in a quilting group in my park and I had made her a cell phone purse and as a gift. So I had it wrapped up and I handed it to her and I said, here's a little Christmas gift for you. Um, it's something that I made. And when she opened it, she goes, oh, you made this? She said, yeah. I said, yeah. And she she was like, I like to sew. And I was like, bingo, we finally found something in common. And then she also t- expressed an interest in learning how to crochet and how to knit. So I would bring some yarn and knitting needles and crochet hook. And I started teaching her how to do it. And she caught on really quickly. I was amazed. And in fact, this was kind of a funny little story, but um, it was a really chilly day the first day I brought my crochet hook. And I asked the people at the office, can we have a room inside? And they said, no, you have to sit outside. And it was it was breezy and cold. And she was having, Star was having a tough time. Well, we both were because the yarn was just flying around. We did 10 stitches and I said, you know what? Go home and practice this. You can look on YouTube to see how to do it and bring it back next week or the next time we met. And she did absolute perfect job. Her stitches were so even in the short period of time that I spent with her. So then I went back to my club, um, my quilting club, and I mentioned it to 
the people here in our park um, that I was working with star and that she had a real interest in sewing, but she didn't, I had asked her if she ever sewed with a machine and she said, Oh no, I do everything on by hand. So when I mentioned that to the people in my group, I ended up with fabric for her, a cutting board. We had a machine for her, a carrying bag, all the supplies she needed to get started. So I had reached out to Ben Carter and told him what my plan was. But I said, there's no way I can bring this to her high school. And he said that, well, we, no problem. We can meet in Bowling Green at the, at the state university. So that's what we did. And he said, plus, this is something nobody has ever done before. So I want to do a little story on it and let's do a photo shoot. <clears throat> so that's what we did. We surprised Star with all this material. And I had some pretty easy projects to start with, little trivets and, and things. She was so pleased. She took everything home and I gave her, you know, a project. We would start a project and then she would take it home and finish it. And I would tell her to bring it back the next week. And she had so much, so much fabric were left over from all my friends, you know, good pieces of fabric. So I would tell her what the next project was and I would tell her, you know, get bring four or five different coordinating colors and let's see what we can do with that. And so that's how this all evolved. We, I met with her pretty much every other week. We're together when we sew for like a good hour and a half because <laughs> half hour is just not long enough. And the last project we did, which was a couple of weeks ago, she finished up a a bag that can carry her. She can carry some of her uh, tools with. So I thought that was kind of cool. And then I told her as soon as the holidays are over and we meet again, we're going to start making her a quilt that she can take to college with her. That's so cool. Thank you for sharing that. I wanted to know, like, when did you get started with quilting and crochet? Like, what made you want to get into that form of crafting? Goodness, I was exposed to it as a child. <laughs> I had a friend whose father was sewed. And so I got into it then. But I didn't really know what I was doing. I mean, I learned so much since I've been in this park and I'm around all these people that have taken so many classes. So I've learned a lot. Um, and I've always, I don't know, I just have been knitting and crocheting for a long time. Nice. And did um, Estrelita or Star have experience before with sewing? She, I think you mentioned that she hand sewn before, but not with a machine. Right. Yes. I guess her mo mother um, had taught her how to sew and mend and she, you know, she, she did everything by hand. So she had never really seen a sewing machine. So when I introduced it to her, there was a little learning curve on how to use it, but she just catches on so fast and she does such an incredible job and it, it's just been fun. Through that, I think she's gotten more comfortable with me. So she's opened up more. In fact, I just got a lovely Christmas card from her thanking me for everything. She said she doesn't know how to repay me for all I've done. And, and, you know, she just loves all the fun projects we've done together. Having that connection of having something that you both are interested in, and then just trying it out, like trial and error, right? You, you're mentioning like about health and fitness and nutrition. She wasn't catching on to that too much. But when you brought out the tools, that crochet, that, that nice, yes. that opened the door to a whole different side of Estrella, right? Like you just had absolutely at that point. When you guys were able to open up your communication, you, you're now like threading together, you're working together on these projects. Has that made it a lot easier for you to do the work that entails with mentoring? Absolutely. We still have time to find out about 
you know, what her progress is in school. She's an excellent student. She doesn't have a lot of time to do, to sew really, but she always finishes my projects and, um, but school comes first to her and she does some community service through her church. And um, yeah, we've gotten to know each other and we are, we are planning, my husband and I are planning on going to her graduation in May. Wow. I know she'll be happy to see you there. Did she open up about her goals to go to school or her career with you? And how was that guiding her in that process? Well, originally she was very much into computer um, she was into graphics that that was the direction she was thinking of but um, she's she excels in math she's and sciences and the last time I we talked about school she said to me that she would like to major in finance I think she's going to go far she's got a good head on her shoulders very impressive did she get accepted to any schools yet or is she still applying no she's still applying can you tell us a little more about um, your favorite memory? Uh, working as a take stock mentor so far? I know you've been with us for a couple of years, (laughs) but maybe there's a favorite memory that you have so far in your experience. Well, I think my favorite memory is just exposing Star to the sewing because that was just, it just opened her up. It made her comfortable to ask. So I just feel like just this relationship has just blossomed. And thanks to the sewing part of it. That kind of leads into what I was going to ask about. um, How can mentors who may have a similar scenario like you kind of bridge that gap between them and their student? Maybe they're not having the most vocal student. Maybe the student's a little shy. How can they break the ice with their mentee? I think the biggest thing is to just find out what the student is interested in. I don't know if I would have gone about it any differently. I mean, I was lucky that I stumbled upon that. I think looking back now, I would like to mentor somebody, you know, next year and I'll start the whole process over. But I think I would like to get to know a little bit more about them to see what their interests are. Like, what do you like to do besides go to school? (laughs) Did you have a a lesson that you've learned in your experience mentoring Star? Has she taught you anything? You know, I've learned a whole lot about what her life is like, um, her culture, you know, just how different we all are, but yet we're the same and, and all our goals are the same. And I just think it's such an important job to be a mentor for these students. Definitely. I can see that. And it's it's helpful, right? You're giving back and you have the opportunity to be a, a role model in someone else's life, especially this generation. They need all the help they yep. can get, right? <laughs> yep, absolutely. <laughs> What would you say to others, maybe in your in your community where you are now? Why should they become mentors? It's nice for these students to get out of their commonality, you know, the people that they hang around with all the time and just hear experiences from somebody who is older and maybe has lived through a lot more than they have. And it's just a win-win for both sides of it. You know, it's rewarding for me you know, just to see her grow and and be happy and as well as what she gets out of it. And what is something that you hope for Estralita to do or um, accomplish as she graduates from the Take Stock program and moves on to bigger and better things? What are your hopes for her in the future? Oh, I, I just hope for her to succeed in whatever endeavor she puts herself into, you know, and I, I'm, I'm pretty confident that she will. She spends a lot of time with her family on the weekends. They do a lot of stuff together. And so the whole experience for her to, to go out and make new friends is going to be, is going to be big. And I want that for her because 
I love people and I, and I just feel like you learn from everybody from all ages. I personally love being with older people because that's where I've learned so much. So I know how much she can benefit by that. Um, Did you have a mentor growing up? You know, you've just mentioned that you like being around older people. What was that experience like for you growing up? Did you learn from older people? Were you seeking out a mentor? Did you have a mentor yourself? I took piano lessons and I guess my piano teachers were, were kind of a mentor for me. You know, when when somebody succeeds and you get that recognition, I think that's what what is big is when you get that recognition and saying you're doing a great job, that the encouragement is just priceless. Yeah, that's so true. And I feel like sometimes our students may not get that at home, but it's always right. good to have that third party there that's rooting for them. Oftentimes our take stock mentors are considered to be advocates. They're considered to be like guidance counselors. Sometimes they're even considered extra family to these students. So mm-hmm. it, it's a great opportunity to, to show up for someone that you may not even know like all their background and their story, but the more time that you spend with them, the more you get close to them and you want to see them succeed, like you just said. So that's a blessing. I plan on staying in touch with Star as she goes off to college. I would like to do that for another student and make them, give them a chance at a better future. That's wonderful. We appreciate that. On the show, we've talked to Take Stop mentors who've been with us for for years, um, some over 10 years. And so we like to see the longevity of our mentors pouring into their students. And so for you to be kind of fairly new to the program, you've been with us for a little over two years now, and you're giving back and you're seeing the progress that STAR has made. And now that's inspiring you to want to come back is so refreshing. So we appreciate that. Not everybody does after their first mentee, but we, we want to uh-huh. thank for that. We really do, especially during January, which is uh, National Mentoring Month. So thank you, Sandy, for your time and effort and resources that you give to be an awesome Take Stock mentor. You're so very welcome. <laughs> Looking into the future, I know we're coming up on a special milestone for ourselves as an organization. We're coming up to 30 years of being around and and helping so many students throughout the state of Florida. And we want to know, like, to you, what would you like to see Take Stock accomplish in the next 30 years? Oh, just to keep going at at the rate you're going. I mean, you know, you're touching a lot of lives. And I think it's a a wonderful organization. Thank you for that. Was there anything else that you wanted to share about your experience mentoring with us? your relationship with Star, any message that you would like to share with her before she graduates? No, I just, you know, want to congratulate her because I just think she's such an awesome girl. I I can't wait to see what she's going to do with her life. Awesome. Well, we appreciate you, Sandy. Thank you for your time that you share with us. Thank you for your story. And again, thank you for being an awesome mentor to Star. I know she's going to always remember you wherever she goes and that you encourage her to not only tap into the skill of crocheting and sewing, but to, you know, get out of her comfort zone, try something different. I know that's going to inspire her as she pursues whatever's next. If you all are inspired by Sandy's story, and everything that she shared with us today, if you would like to make that same impact in a student's life, you can do that. 
We're in a whole new year, 2024, and we are looking for mentors all over the state of Florida. So no matter what county you're part of, there is a Take Stock program for you. So you can visit takestockandchildren.org and you can find our mentoring page and learn more about how you can find your local Take Stock program, how you can get involved and how you can start changing a life of a student. All right. Thank you so much for your time today. And we hope you tune in for our next episode of Mentors and Milestones. Take care.